0: Siddharth Bedi, another one of my very talented seniors from school brings to you in this podcast some major growth values in terms of a content consumer and how it is us, the audience who are responsible for a majority of what we most often label as cringe content or typical content or lame content. Being a director at a popular YouTube channel called Array and working in productions of skulls and roses on OTT platforms like Amazon Prime. Side by side producing his own pieces of content for his Instagram, the most recent and the most successful one being My Sister and Hand Me Downs, Siddharth Bhaiya brings to us the core information as to how we are guilty and responsible for the non-upliftment and promotion of good content, be it on low-budget sketches on YouTube to high-budget shows worth crores of rupees like Batal Lok and Made in Heaven. This podcast brings to you some responsibilities as a content producer and also will help you realize the amount of social responsibility you hold just as you click on the play button to watch that video. Boys and girls, get ready to sit back, relax, and think. I present to you Siddharth Vedi. So, hey, we are.
1: How are you? Hi, hi, Arnav. I'm doing very well. How are you? Uh, I'm actually really
0: amazing. I just got uh, enrolled in a university myself. So kind of feeling the gist of leaving school. It's all going great.
1: Wow, congratulations. What? what where did you get in?
0: Uh, well, I'm not comfortable saying the name of the university out loud. I'll tell you on the chats later. <laughs> sure, but sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like an Arnav thing. Okay, I'm very secretive. People who know me know this. I don't usually announce things for Jalvi Jaldi Mahalma. Right? But right. I'll tell you, no problem. Yeah, so, sure. well, uh, I just gave your intro. And uh, I want the audience to hear from you about you. So why, just, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh,
1: okay, so uh, hi, I'm Siddharth Bedi. Uh, I'm a filmmaker and I currently work in Bombay with this company called Are, Right, I work as a director there. But apart from that, I also make my own content for my Instagram and YouTube pages. And recently, I made this short film called My Sister and Hand Me Downs, which did really well on Instagram. It got amassed over 250k views and it's still counting. And I'm pretty happy. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm happy. Wow, that's
0: that's amazing. So I want to ask you, the last time we were talking on Instagram, you identified yourself as an assistant director. But now you call yourself a director. Uh, What's the difference and how did it change?
1: Wow. (laughs) Time changed soon. Uh, So I was an assistant director at Array until I think it was January. But then after January, uh, because of the way I progressed in Array for the last uh, six months when I was working there, they promoted me and I've been working as a director there. I still AD when they need me to, but i more or less direct content now. Yes.
0: So you mean, uh, so like I have subscribed to Array I believe a year or two pack. So after becoming a director, you're telling me that you have directed some shit? Are you uh, going to direct some things, but because of Corona, they all got postponed?
1: No, no. For Aray, I have directed a lot of sketches. I've directed, I think, six to seven sketches at least for Aray. Two, three of them were proper uh-huh. sketches wherein I actually led the set and stuff like that. But then after that, Corona happened. So then we were doing mostly work from home shoots. Those also I directed. Uh-huh. I directed a music video. I directed a couple of other sketches. It was good. Recently, I also uh, I also was I served as the first AD for this shoot for Homegrown, and that was also good. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, congratulations. And uh, if it wasn't for Corona, I believe I would have seen your work like in more sketches or something. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's actually quite actually the way I found out about you and Aray is uh, <laughs> quite amusing, and it's a funny story. So I was watching one of array's video. I believe it had the actress, and her name is Ashruti. Okay, uh, it was about how women felt unsafe outside. They were having a conversation, and there were two guys who were passing by these girls, and they were looking at both of them in a very turkey and lusty way. So you were in the video, okay, for okay, like okay. a short while. Do you remember the
1: video that I was referring to? Talking about dekhta hai tu kya, right?
0: Ha ah, ha ha ha, exactly. <laughs> so, so basically the sketch the sketches about these two women, who were just talking about how women are object- objectified and they feel unsafe to, I don't know, maybe wear certain things outside. And, uh, us playmate, it shows that two boys, how they cross the street, how they cross, and they are helping the And once you pass, you were there, You were one of those two guys. You pass, you are like, one second, yeah, I have seen something. So I rewinded reminded, it, like, is it hard to be a girl? how can they so at that point of time, I didn't even know that you were in the social media industry. Yeah. So uh, like I randomly went on Instagram. We, I did not, I wasn't connected to you at all in any way. Okay. So I just randomly went on Instagram. I searched uh, yeah, uh, siddharth Vedi, you popped up, and like luckily your account was open. So when they you yourself had posted post-I'm working here, and Mira showed us a clip. Tha. I was like, oh my god, that is so cool. This guy is in a sketch. Or then, then I realized that you were working with those two twins who appeared on Roadies,
1: Ragu and something. Yeah, yeah, yeah Raghu Ram. Yeah, yeah. Raghu.
0: Yeah, what are the names, Ragu and Ram? R-
1: Raghu Ram and Rajiv.
0: Raghu Ram and Rajiv. Like, pardon me for my, you know, uh, lack of remembering names or whatever. That's but you were working theory. on this Amazon. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you were working on this Amazon Prime special or something. Roses, uh, ro- red roses and skulls, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were working on a promotional sketch for uh, their new show called "Skulls and Roses" that was released last year.
0: Okay. Uh, wow. So as of now, you were an assistant director. Then you became a director. You've acted quite a while. You've produced your own content. And uh, by the way, I just want to say that I'm a huge fan of your reels, okay, when the proper lockdown was happening, I used to love them and share them a
1: lot with my friends <laughs> are, are you you're talking about the edits, the meme edits,
0: yeah, the meme edits like you made this one played video of Imran Khan and all my girlfriends were going crazy over it. They were sharing it like anything,
1: yeah, those did really well, I mean it was a good phase, but i I stopped doing it after a while because I got really annoyed. Just imagine, enough! someone comes up to you and you've been working as a director for almost a year now. You've been making content. You've been telling uh-huh. good dramatic stories and then someone comes and tells you, bro, you're my favorite memer, man. I love it. Oh, <laughs> so God. <when> I, no. <laughs> yeah, so when that happened, I was like, how dare you? <laughs> I am not going to make oh. a meme in my entire life. So then I stopped oh. making memes and Then. I sat uh-huh. down and I looked at uh, my sister and hand me downs, and now I'm back to telling dramatic stories.
0: So wait, you're telling me that the that the whole preparation for my sister and hand me downs started around three to four months ago?
1: No, 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 no. It started uh, late uh, August when I read uh, this uh, piece by Reghaja called "Small Scenes Number no. 2. Therein, I mm-hmm. got inspiration for this video. Then I sat and just it just mulled over my head. I wrote some things, then I went back to it. The writing is a very long process for me. I just keep, you know, I keep writing and then I go away and then I come back and then this one day I was able to sit down and write it entirely and then I shot it and then we released it soon. It, I think it happened within two three weeks, not longer than that.
0: Mm, okay, I am actually going to get into my sister and hand me downs deep in a while, but before that, okay. uh, like I just gave your intro. Mm-hmm. So you you were in my school till your class 10th and then you changed school. Because after arts school I believe you took arts, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, of course, uh, there was a whole 10th time, paper, right? PCM, PCM, PCM. Did you always want okay. to go into the film industry? What, what was your whole inspiration about and what challenges did you face? I know it's a pretty cliched question. But again, my podcast is just about helping teenagers who are going through the same phase. So this has a phase yeah, that me... last 10th heart yeah. salt
1: repeat. Hota hai. Sanji, correct. Yeah. So it's actually very nice that now, at least uh, thanks to the new guidelines, even though the educational guidelines are a little bit problematic, at least now they're allowing students to choose multiple different subjects, right? You don't have hmm. to necessarily choose only science. You can choose science okay. with a few art subjects and vice versa. Hmm. But Mirko, uh, I always wanted to go into not necessarily film, but I always knew I wanted to go into writing at one point of time, this was mm-hmm. actually the credit to, uh, this teacher that we had back then, Anita, Arora, ma'am. she's from DPS only. She was one That's of the first teachers who me to write. She's entered me into a scholastic, uh, short story writing competition on behalf of DPS. And that was my first mm-hmm. venture into writing. And after that, my parents bought me an iPad. They said, kitab, you won't read books anyway. So <laughs> through this. Then I ended up using mm-hmm. for using it for watching films instead. <laughs> and then I realized he right. was, was in class 9, I think, or class 9 or 10. When you're a uh, your very good friend of mine and a very good friend of yours also, I think, Abhishek Maheshwari, he recommended a yeah, yeah, yeah. film called uh, The Dark Knight. And it was after I watched The Dark Knight that I realized that I want to be an actor. Because I loved Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger was my literal solo inspiration for going into film. Mm. When I went to college, I did college and I realized that, oh, I did theater for three years and I realized, oh, you know what? I cannot act. So then thereafter, oh. I decided, let's stay behind the camera. Let's make the things happen instead of necessarily being in the, you know, center of attention. And it worked out well. I'm pretty happy with where I am right now. But yeah, I always knew I wanted to be in the arts. That's definitely there.
0: Right. So like as a small uh... I'm not gonna say small. That's not the correct word. As a young kid who saw yeah. you growing up in front of me, like I I remember these little instances when I was in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh standard, and I believe you were there too. Where you know you used to act in school ka performance hota and you know little tidbits were quite popular in our school with the teachers, with the ladies, and with the people. I've uh, <laughs> seen you a lot better. Yeah, Yeah, so. I mean, you'll be shocked to know that some of uh, my batchmates still talk about you whenever we're talking about things like charisma and uh, having a presence of mind.
1: That's very sweet of you to say, I don't know if I didn't know
0: that. Yet. No, this is, this is true. I'm telling you, um, but despite all of those things, I always thought that you'd be a great actor. I've seen you act. So is there a difference between acting well and being an actor? Uh,
1: because I know cool. that you have a potential. Do you think so too? That's very sweet of you to say, and that's actually a very interesting question. Also, uh, uh-huh. I think uh, I think acting well. So, film acting and theatre acting are two very different uh, expressions, right? Okay, uh,
0: excellent. I'm sorry to interrupt, but can you please differentiate between a film, movies, and
1: theatre? Right. So, theatre, as we all know, it's uh, it ranges from a very various medium. Like, it's a very uh, live medium, right? Theatre. You have Correct. a live expression of acting, live expression of dialogue. It's all live. It happens as as the audience is watching the uh, people on stage and act whatever they have to. Be it through plays, be it through musicals, you know. And on hmm. the other hand, in terms of film, in terms of television, web shows, all of this, then you actually have actors on a set. You know, they act out whatever the director needs them to act out. And then in in the edit, the re- director sits with the editor, the director sits with all of his members of his production team, and then they make something out of that. So, even if you're a bad actor, you can still be a good actor on film. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say? So, that's basically... No. It. In terms of theater, because there is no way for anyone to hide what you're doing on stage, you're either a good actor, in my opinion, or someone who's not nearly as good as a theater actor. Okay. But in terms of theater, you just have to emulate what the director needs you to give him. At least that in in terms of my sense of filmmaking, that's how I've always perceived it. So Mm. if you're doing well in film, it doesn't necessarily mean you're a very good actor. It just means that you're able to give the director what they need from you.
0: I understand. Okay. 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 So you thought that you couldn't present yourself in uh, these sketches or in movies or in theater. You thought that, right? And that's why you decided to uh, go to the direction side.
1: Yeah. So when I did theater in Hansaj college for three years, I'm not saying I'm a horrible actor, obviously, but yeah, I did realize that there are a lot of people, for example, in my college, in the theater circuit around us who are really, really good actors. And I realized that at least right now I can't necessarily measure up to them. These guys are definitely way better than me. Maybe I can try my hand at something which will enable them to become better and simultaneously allow me to shine in my own retrospect. That is why I chose to instead become a writer, director, editor instead of an actor.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I want my listeners to know something because it's been almost a few minutes since we are talking and it's like, okay, uh, there's this Sidharth guy and he's on this podcast and Arnav is asking him all these professional questions stars are people who I mean what value can Siddharth Bidhi add to my life? I mean, why are you asking him all the questions? I don't know who the fuck are you to ask him questions like he's a damn superstar. I just want to tell you guys something, and this is something which I believe from the bottom of my heart. There are talent, there are people who are very talented, there are people with a lot of potential, but who recognize me. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure that when you see a person, you like being from the media. Industry yourself. You see a person who has a lot of potential, but he has a lot of potential. But he has a lot of potential. He has a lot of time. है has a time. He has a lot of time. He has a time. He has a lot of time. He a lot of and when you become famous, when you listen to those core principles, some people are sitting there and don't know what to do. Usually, this is what happens. In those core principles, no one gets inspired inspire those core principles. So the reason why I'm asking you all of these questions, these very deep questions, is because I know that you have certain core values in you. And when you don't create a billion-dollar mark in your industry, I questions. Core you know, it's like I am a person who is very much inspired by Khan. He has a lot of teachings and everything to give out, right? So, yeah. Shah Rukh Khan, when he was almost 20 years old, I don't know how old I was back then. But I mean, he's going all around the world giving these. He was also in the David Letterman show and inspired the foreign audience so much. He foreign audience a teacher. He was teaching. He was teaching. He teaching. He
1: was
0: teaching. He teaching. He teaching. He was teaching. Do you do you agree with me? Would you
1: like to add something over here? No, I definitely agree, and you're being very sweet with your high praise to me. Uh, but ha, I definitely agree that uh, everyone, at some point of time, they develop a sense of who they are. You know, they develop what their core principles are, and to an extent, they keep that through with them throughout their lives, right? And like my mm-hmm. Shahrukh Khan, even I admire Shahrukh Khan a lot in a lot of respects. For example, Shahrukh Khan mm-hmm. and I come from the same college. So I'm very always happy when someone oh. says they like <laughs> Yeah, we're both on so? college. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely agree with you. And uh, yeah, I mean core principles are something that you should always keep with you because that's that's who you are. Those core principles are who you are, and that's what difference differentiates you from everyone else on this planet. So you should always retain them.
0: Exactly. And one last thing too, like I'd like to add this little thing. I'm only asking you. Th- these potential all the questions because I know as a director you along with the tapes of these auditions that you might see of people you judge karke potential bhi judge potential like actor ne is particular audition recording mein utna perform nahi ki hai, but I see the potential in the future which is particular trait hai, I believe as a director aapke wo hai. so that's why I'm asking you this question too
1: Right, definitely, you're exactly right. Uh, I think uh, there's one very um, miscommon. Uh, there's, there's a common misconception that uh, directors mm-hmm. are the people you know on set who are uh, who are supposed to be, for example, the prime minister of the set, or the president, or the king, and stuff like that, right? There, but uh, uh-huh. it's common to it's correct to an extent that yes, they are responsible for everything that happens, but it's also incorrect to an extent that they are not above anyone else, right? Like everyone on set is equal. The the writer is as equal to the director as the spot boy is to the actor. Everyone is equally important for, you know, a film or a sketch or any any televised format to actually be made. So the director has only one role and the director's role is very simple. He, she or they are responsible for making sure everything happens together. Right. And to that Mm -hmm. extent, the director obviously has this role that they have to recognize potential in people. And I, for example, definitely pride myself on being able to see that potential. Yes, I do.
0: Hmm. You actually said something which brought back a few thoughts that I had in the past regarding the media industry. And which is that एक पर्टिकुलर थॉट जो मुझे हमेशा डिस्टर्ब करता है व्हेन यू सी ऑल दीस एक्टर्स ठीक है लोग जैसे इंस्टाग्राम पोस्ट पर ही देख लो बहुत अच्छे-अच्छे कोट्स आ जाएंगे और अच्छे-अच्छे डायलॉग्स आ जाएंगे मूवीज के और फिर उस पर्टिकुलर पोस्ट पे डायलॉग लिखा होगा आगे पीछे
1: एक्टर
0: की
1: have you ever thought about it, So essentially, obviously bad when I see stuff like this, right? because uh, huh? as people who are behind the camera, we are just as we are just as uh, important as the people in front of the camera. Unfortunately, hmm. this is not just an Indian tendency, this is a world around this is a concept around the world where obviously actors are renowned to a great extent because they are representing the film and the production in front of the camera, right? So I understand why and how they are glamorized and I completely accept that Mm -hmm. notion, but I do believe that a change is coming very slowly. There is a change coming wherein people are starting to recognize directors. People are starting to recognize writers. You know, I think 10 years ago, a lot of people might not have known necessarily. They couldn't have probably named five directors in India. But today, if you ask people, can you name three, four directors, five directors, I think people will say, you know, people will be able to say Anurag Kashia. People will be able to say Zoya Akhtar. You know, these names, a few are Mm -hmm. popular. And I think, yes, it's always up to us as the audience to ensure that we give them equal credit. And when I say this, I obviously don't mean just the directors because that again becomes then it's just the director and actor. The DOP, for example, DOP is one position which is completely... uh, Unappreciated in my opinion in India. You know, the frame. What is the, that we see, the DOP is the director of photography, right? Also known as the cinematographer. Okay. The, the person okay. responsible for making the film look the way it does. Right? They're the people who okay. shoot, who record the images that we see. So, how many DOPs can we all name? To be very honest, even probably I can't name a lot in India, right? I can name a few abroad, hmm. but not necessarily in India. So I think it falls down to us as the audience to actually appreciate and respect these. Even if we aren't from a film background, we don't need to be from a film background to appreciate the people who make films, right? Just like I don't need to be from an educational background to appreciate maybe certain schools, right? I don't need to be from a political background to appreciate certain parties, to appreciate certain individuals from different parties. So similarly, I think even in terms of film, we just need to put our best foot forward and recognize that as important the actors are, Equally important are the people who go, go and make the film and support the actor and being the face of the film.
0: Hmm. While you were answering this question, I was a little bit of question when I talked about my DOV. I thought that, suppose there's Rohit Shetty. So I'm pretty sure that yeah. he has his own team. Ki, team is constant, actor but so actors are the only uh, changing factor. But hmm. when you were talking about DOPs, I am pretty sure that there will be famous DOPs ताँग ताँग Am I right? Correct. Yes. Yes. So, a very small question is, the movie Alia, but did she play the role of a DOP? In terms of what, I'm not sure what you mean by that. How did how would भार 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 play do? Do-P. no 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 uh, you have seen Dears in the Game
1: right I have seen I have watched Dears in the but it was when it was released so it was a long time ago I don't remember exactly what happened okay okay so like I mean, I mean, I just so
0: I that, you know her director has its own team है और team change mm-hmm. okay. movie में भी was playing the role of I believe what you what I think is a DOP Par, uh-huh. like there was the director, they were shooting a scene and arya was, uh, arya was handling this camera and then she suggested that not edit ke time mein problem and change karte And so she was
1: basically a freelancer as a DOP. Correct, correct. she was probably exactly. playing a DOP then and uh, matlab, again, I think this is a slight misconception that uh, the filmmaker will always have their own team which is recurring from previous sets. Uh this does happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, right? A lot of filmmakers are accustomed and used to having the same people around on set, so they'll always have the same DOP, right? Uh, okay. There are a lot of combinations in Hollywood, for example, who also use the same actors also, right? For example, you have Wes Anderson okay. and Bill Murray. You have uh, you have Leonardo DiCaprio always collaborating with, for example, uh, Martin Scorsese. Right, Martin Scorsese. You have Leonardo okay, okay. DiCaprio for Wall Street, you have Leonardo DiCaprio and a lot of Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, my point is maybe not also. In fact, I am just recollecting not necessarily uh, with Leonardo, with maybe Al Pacino and Martin Scorsese, for example. But my yeah. point is that my point is that uh, just like the actor also changes from time to time, the actor also can uh-huh. stay constant. The DOP can also change from time to time. The DOP can also stay constant. It all depends on the filmmaker. It all depends upon the Rohit Shetty on whether he actually wants to keep the same team from last time or a different team.
0: So can we say that uh, contrary to what you said earlier, the director is the most important person on the set because he's responsible for the each and every detail before the movie just comes out,
1: See, be it be again, selecting
0: the actor or the DOP.
1: Right. It goes against my opinion to say that director is most important person, because I really honestly believe that everyone is equally important on set. But yes, if you mm. have to say that one person is a little more important than everyone else. Then I have to say it's the director only because the director is responsible for making sure everyone is there to carry out their duty. Without the director, you don't have a leader. The director is basically the leader who tells the actor, okay, this is what you have to do. Who tells the DOP, okay, this is what the shot should look like. Who tells the light person that, okay, you know, we need the lighting this way. Right. So the director is the Mm -hmm. person who links everyone together. But again, like I said, everyone is equally important. Just like Mm. we can't shoot a film without a director, we also can't shoot a film without a light person. So everyone Mm. is equally important in a way.
0: I get that and I won't make it a bit more controversial or complex. I think I've gotten the answer what I was searching for and I'm pretty sure to the people who are listening, i we want an answer to make him commit. No, I'm, I'm not going to put my in that position. Okay. Would you like to talk about any of your school or college experiences, which might add value to anyone who's listening right now?
1: My school or college experiences. Uh, there is one particular school experience I can talk about, but I will refrain from talking about it because it is very controversial. Uh, but right. I will say this, that uh, in school, we were very young, uh, we had this gang of friends, we were called the bros, as you know them, you know, there's Rajit Aryan, there's Abhishek Maheshwari, Maitre, Ravanda yeah. and uh, we were heavy into this idea of actually making uh, content for maybe, let's say a YouTube, you know, for, because at that time, AIB, TVF, they were just emerging, but we were more mm. interested in, for example, there is this YouTuber known as Ryan Higa, you know, and there are a lot yeah, of yeah, other Higa. Do know, know. exactly. So like yeah. there were a lot of prominent YouTubers back then and we used to really follow them. So we thought that, you know, maybe mm-hmm. we can make content like them. So if you think that, you know, uh, you can make content like them and, or even if you think that even if you necessarily can't make the same quality as them, but you can necessarily tell a bit of your own story, then you should, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you are 13 years old, it doesn't matter if you're 23 years old. As long as you feel you have a story to tell, you should never think it's too late. You should never think it's too early. Just go ahead and do it. I think when we were that young, we had a lot of uh, mm. issues between ourselves. Uh, for example, I thought that we should do it on a very regular basis that maybe we can achieve mm. fame. You know, Abhishek probably deferred. He probably thought that, you know, no, we should just do this for fun. You know, that, it's that at the age we don't necessarily know what we want. But all I can tell mm. you is to have a story. And if you think it's worth telling, you need to go and do it no matter what age you're at, no matter what, equipment hmm. you have, just go and tell it. There will always be an audience. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, jo choti si advice you content production, maybe be it your YouTube channel or a little Instagram page that you're trying to accumulate followers on, can no you apply ho sakte, Am I right?
1: Bilkul. Absolutely. For example, even okay. when it comes to you and magic, right, Anna. I'm so glad that you yeah. actually went out and did it. Because so many people (laughs) would actually, they would actually refrain, thinking that, oh no, what if people don't like it? Oh no, what if I'm not successful? Those are all very secondary things. There's a very popular actor, Hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm sure you're aware of him, right? No, let me just Google him. What's his name? Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He was in uh, the Dark Knight Rises also. He played Robin in the Dark Knight Rises. He was in 500 Days of Summer. He's a very prominent actor. I said, okay, okay, I know him. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has this very popular Ted, TEDx talk in which he describes uh, any form of art. If you ever want to do it because you want attention, then you will never be able to do well. You should just want to do it for yourself. You should want to do it for happiness. You should want to do it for others. But never do it for attention because that is your key weakness. And I think that was one of wow. my key weaknesses as a child and I've improved a lot since then. Thank you, Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
0: <laughs> I swear, this is so true oh my god no this 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 piece of advice by him is so true because okay so here's the thing for my listeners. uh like for a few people who don't like for the many people who don't know me, pardon uh i was a very shy kid okay when i was entering my uh, 10th grade i was a very shy kid i used to participate in TV. i was never afraid in participating in things and making a complete kind of full of out of myself because I knew I got to know at a very earlier age that failures is just a part of your life. And until you face failures, you won't be able to grow fully as an adult. So I used to participate in these debates. I used to go up to the mic and I kid you not. I used to just stop there point blank. Everyone was staring at me. I used to stare at them. The judges would be like, okay, better no go and sit down. I was very, very, very shy. And thanks to Siddharth Vyas, we've talked about this. He organized an, uh, the first tenure of my life in my school, and uh, like unfortunately, wo,at ke liye bhi bumper because the day of the conference was the time when we had the demonetization issue, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and due to that, I wasn't able to pay in cash. So uh, I really wanted to uh, participate in the conference, but I didn't have the money in print because of demonetization. So I said, I went in as the OC, the person who passes around, passes the chits around and turns off the fans, switches and everything. I went in as that. And uh, Mr. Raghavadva and uh, Satvik Jha was there, like really amazing people. I was in their committee, in the Harry Potter committee. After the two days of the conference, it was so amazing. These people treated me with so much respect when we were having this fun shit kind of session, they were like, does anybody know anything, want to do anything? Maybe just, you know, uh, have a fun chit chat, whatever. So at that point of time in my life, I was just getting into magic and I was practicing it all around. And whenever I used to go outside with my friends, I used to have my phone, my wallet, and a deck of cards with me. And at the conference, I had it too. Now this shy child who was never afraid to work on a stage but shat his pants. When it came to speaking, I went up there in the conference. I believe I performed magic for them for the first time for like 20 to 25 people. And they were going crazy. They were like shouting and laughing. And there was this one guy who was at the table. I remember it so freaking vividly. So confidence boost, that is the single reason that... I was known, and I do not uh, take pride in it, but I was known as the most overconfident guy anybody had ever known. Okay, so like being a, from a shy person to being an overconfident person, there was performing my art. When I performed magic, my art, I didn't need clout. Hey. Mujhe, you know, famous nahi tha. I just wanted to perform it for the sake of it and it changed my whole life so what this actor said stands completely true and I'm pretty sure people who are listening you must have had a few opportunities in your life to jab ye, you know, cheese ka I don't know if you went ahead and did this or not but I do highly recommend to take shots you're gonna be made fun of I was made fun of I was made fun of pretty bad but no one's gonna remember it Right. No one's gonna remember uh ki you were made fun at. They're gonna remember what you did on the stage. And that is the reason why uh I performed my magic show at my uh school and I sent you the link regarding it. So Siddharth, we are like in front of everyone. I just like to thank you. Uh you changed
1: a life. Uh, no kidding. That's extremely sweet of you to say Arnav. I'm I'm really happy that the conference is able to bring out the best in you. That's really the main thing yeah. of any such event. So I'm really, really happy. Thank you. Uh, so coming back to my original question,
0: uh, experience from the school or college that you wanted to share, would be
1: in conclusion. No, so that was basically it. What I wanted to say is always take your shot, you know, always put out whatever mm. you need to tell. Don't, uh, don't actually right. stop because of whatever hindrances you think that there might be, that there won't be an audience or, you know, that I won't be able to get famous enough or that I just want to do it for fun. Whatever you want, whatever your reason, just go and do it. Don't stop. That's all.
0: That's, that's amazing. That makes a ton of sense, which uh, brings me to my next question. As a creator, how do you think your school or college might have affected your professional life and your personal life because your profession, unlike others, it involves uh, a mental space, you know, which might take you away from your family or loved ones 24 seven. Right. Right. So what kind of things do you think that your school or college experiences? you know, contributed to your professional and personal life or did they they have any contribution to that? No,
1: definitely. I definitely agree with the question. I really like the question again. uh, Really insightful questions Arnav. I think that uh, my college life definitely impacted uh, you know, the way I look at content a lot because uh, even though school, for example, was my most formative years and I learned most of the things I already know in school uh, thanks to the great educational background I received thanks to my parents. But at college in Delhi University, while being a part of the Delhi Collegiate Theatre Circuit, I learned a lot about social responsibility. I learned about what, you know, good content is. I learned about what socially responsible content is, you know, within my society, from my seniors, I learned a lot. From my batchmates, from Shubhampal, Karan Maru, Sanjana, so many of them, I learned so much. But uh, there were these one-two people who were outside my college, but in the as part of the same theatre circuit, you know, uh, Anjali and Vitti and mm. other people, they taught me so much about what socially responsible content is. You know, I think, for example, mm. a very good uh, way to explain what they made me understand over my years with them was that let's take the example of this uh, movie, uh, that Akshay Kumar's movie that's come out. Uh, what is the name of the movie? I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting. Lakshmi Bomb. Oh, Lakshmi Bomb. So, for example, even in terms of Lakshmi Bomb, right, a normal person at least a normal Siddharth Biri prior to college would have probably said that it's not an issue, right? Akshay Kumar is an actor. Then you need, you, know, you need Akshay Kumar to pull in the numbers for the audience to actually come and watch a film about, you know, uh, trans- yeah. so yeah. So like I was saying, like a normal Siddharth Biri or a normal person would probably assume that, you know, would have argued that you, you need Akshay Kumar to bring the audience in otherwise how, why will someone watch a movie about transgenders? And even though that point is valid, Social responsible content, socially responsible content, and responsible filmmaking will always say that you cast cast a transgender in the role because how many transgenders actually get acting roles out there? They don't get it out there, right? So it's only fair that they represent themselves on screen and it's only fair that they get a chance to do that. Akshay Kumar will have an n number of movies that he can probably go and uh, shoot apart from Lakshmi Bomb as well. But how many trans actors are actually going to get an opportunity to act in a film about them that represents them very well? Right. So uh, one of the lessons I learned, I think my formative years in college with my friends like Anjali, with Vitti, with Shovampal, and so many others, Siddharth Basu, they taught me a lot about how important it is to be a very responsible filmmaker. Even if you're, even if you're, for example, everything matters. The big bang theory, for example, I remember this one person, this one friend commented on one of my uh, pictures saying that that's a lovely big bang theory poster you have in your house. So like, for example, I had to talk to her also about how the Big Bang Theory poster is very nice, but at the end of the day, the show is also very problematic. The show is misogynistic to an extent, you know, you have to realize who you are. laughing at Are you laughing at Hmm. the joke or are you laughing at the expense of a woman? Right. There are a lot of concepts like this. So thanks to, can you you go
0: a bit deep? Can you go a bit deep when you're referring to the Big Bang Theory? Because I'm currently watching it.
1: I'm on the sixth season. Right. I don't know what exactly are you referring to. Right. So, for example, even in the Big Bang Theory, uh, when, you, when you look at all four of these characters, right, I'm talking about the male characters yeah. here. Uh, Leonard yeah. and Sheldon and Raj and, you know, uh, uh, ha- what's the name? Howard, right? So Howard. Look at all four of them. You look at what they make fun of Rajesh for. They make fun at Rajesh for what? For not being able to talk to women. They hmm. make fun at uh, Rajesh for, uh, you know, being feminine at times, you know, and hmm. that's very problematic. What are you, what are you trying to make a f- uh, joke of? So the problem is that the show is about four nerds, right? If I put it very bluntly, mm. it's about four nerds four yeah. people who aren't very sociable, who don't necessarily have a lot of social etiquette. And even within mm. that circle, even within that circle, they crack jokes at the expense of the person who is even worse than them. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So even mm. if people, they look for the weakest among them, and then they will crack jokes at his expense. And the jokes are at what? At the fact that he's a little too feminine or the fact that he can't talk to women without drinking alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, then you look at these four people and then they're also extremely objective. They objectify women also. So even though they're Mm -hmm. nerds and even though they're supposed to be this strata of men who are probably not as masculine as, you know, let's say, uh, buff sports people and stuff like that even they will objectify Penny, even they will objectify their significant others in their lives. And yeah. if it was a drama. And if it was, for example, critiquing the fact that, you know, these people are like this and that's a problem, you would not have an issue. But the problem is it's a comedy. They're not trying to critique. They're trying to get you to laugh at these jokes, right? Because there's a laugh reel. There. Hmm. There's a laugh reel saying that, oh, this is a joke. You're supposed to laugh at the fact that Rajesh Kutrapali is feminine. But why should you laugh? Hmm. Why should you laugh if a man is feminine or a woman woman is masculine or a person is neither or? Masculine and feminine are all stereotypical natures, right? So, Hmm. a lot of things that I learned in college, that I learned a lot from YouTube as well. So, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite learnings.
0: You know, uh, what you said right now, I because after I got out of 12th, I mean, nearing the end. So even I wanted to get into content creation somehow, I was just not sure ki what is my thing. Okay, so then I started studying about how these films were made. I went on YouTube and I went on subscribing to many of these channels, which, you know, teach you how to put in the edits and teach you the about the art of filmmaking and how they make ads and everything. मैंने jab भी films movies interest के बाद, तो i used to watch all of these movies in uh, cuts and scenes vagera yeah. theek camera angle is se aa raha cuts vagera britisher aap bhi aise dekhte hoge right you notice all of these things right ab jab mai cuts aur movie to I okay joke controversial which also landed me to Big Bang Theory uh, a couple of months before I started watching the show, people were actually discussing about how it's a great thing that people are finally joking about it. You have that social responsibility. I do understand that. But don't you think that those four people joke this happens everywhere. Like, if we are four group, then we will joke a lot about friends and friends, and we will joke a lot shortcomings. No one actually takes it in an offensive way, which a proper friends group. show is also that. In the It's just that those four guys don't know that they are being recorded. So, Bahar you said that socially, this is irresponsible irresponsible. But again, I don't know anything about filmmaking. But I have a little bit of a frustration. And explanation I have only four people talking about themselves. What do they know that someone record recording and showing them all the time? So making it controversial is not a good idea. I do not agree with it. Plus, plus uh, this also coincides with the fact that Kulal... Let's not go as further as Kunal Kamra. but a few weeks back or a month back, there was this girl who made a joke in government, and a version of Hindustani he threatened a rape to that girl, right? Hmm. Like, you're Because on a very minute level, you are trying to politicize a joke now, I'm not coming at you, okay? I'm just asking a question. No, no, so just let me know what you think about this.
1: No, so uh, I don't exactly remember what happened with the girl who cracked a joke at Shiva, uh, Shivaji Maharaj's expense. Okay, then just take, what...
0: of Kunar Kamra, na.
1: just take example, just take example, here's an example. So, see, my point is uh, firstly, I have this opinion that uh, in India at least, there is a vehement mm-hmm. big problem right now that uh, when it comes to freedom of speech, you know. Hmm. Uh, There is intolerance. There is a lot of intolerance when it comes to especially comedians. Comedians aren't allowed to do this, say that, this, that. And it's mostly because uh, on most days, comedians are always going to be towards the center or center-left or left spectrum of politics. They're not Mm -hmm. going to be supporting the right-wingers. So I think that it's, again, it's a political shamble only that's happening. It doesn't have anything to do with freedom of speech as much as it has to do with making it political so that we can shut down these left-wingers or liberal comics who actually come out to speak anything against them. When you talk Mm -hmm. about the Big Bang Theory though, it's a very different scenario. The Big Bang Theory is not stand-up comedy. The Big Bang Theory is not a group of four people discussing in itself, right? It is being televised mm-hmm. to millions of people across the globe. In fact, billions also maybe. And at right. this point of time, these the jokes that they're cracking is also problematic. For example, I'll give you a reference from my own life. When I was a child, you know, when I was in class nine, ten, you know, with your uh, seniors, Abhishek, with Remo and everyone, then we mm-hmm. used to call Abhishek fatty. I'm being very honest. About this. Mm-hmm. We used to call Abhishek fatty, and it stemmed out of fact mm-hmm. like that he was fat, and obviously he mm-hmm. had a problem with it, right? We had no problem with okay. calling him that. None of his family members also had a problem with us calling him that. We used to be very open about it. But at the yeah. end of the day, it is problematic, right? Because you're basically yeah. calling someone fatty because they're fat. It's not, that's not the problem. The problem is the fact that you're mocking the fact that they're fat. You are understanding what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? About the fact that, okay, being fat is something wrong. But it isn't, right? It's mm. just a body shape. And like every body shape is fine. Similarly, being feminine is also fine if you're a man. Being masculine is also fine if you're a girl. And at the end of the day, oh. these are concepts. feminine, Femininity, masculinity, these are all concepts, stereotypical concepts that we've come up with on our head. So, Abhi, mm. for example, now when we talk to Abhishek, as much as mm. we, can, we do call him Abhishek or as much as we can, we do call him Maheshwari or Sunny. At times, maybe we do even call him Fatty. But at the end of the day, if I ever make a film or if I ever make a show, unless it is warranting the background of the character, I will never allow for problematic content to come at the helm of it. I will never allow a character mm-hmm. to call someone fatty unless I'm trying to show that that person does have, you know, some growing up to do, some wokeness mm-hmm. to attain. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So if it is mm-hmm. valid for the character, then it is completely fine. For example, I'll give you a very good example from Patal Lok. Have you watched Patal Lok? No, I haven't. Okay, so I'll just give you an example. You can check this out on Google later. In Patal, there is this uh, sub-inspector, I think. I'm not sure what, actually, maybe she's, I'm not sure what her title is, but she's a lady uh, policewoman. policewoman. And uh, there is this transgender transgender who's been arrested in the show.
0: Alright?
1: So this lady, she takes the transgender and I think she starts screaming at him. She starts harassing her and all and she starts uh, telling the transgender that uh, the trans woman that uh, hey, kya chinky, hey, kya nepali or something she says nepali and stuff like that right because she's, she she mm-hmm. has northeastern features right she has oriental features right 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 so at this point of time a lot of the uh, nepali audience of the show and a lot of nepali fans you know they came out to attack the show and attack anushka sharma for you know because she is the uh, backbone of the show uh, now that is problematic now the The dialogue which the the police woman had is not problematic. Do you know why? Why? It's not problematic because a character in our in our India, right, a police woman is very likely to actually call someone with you know Oriental features, chinky or Nepali. There is no question about that. Sure, you understand. I get it. Yeah. Presentation on screen. So for you to get angry about that is just showing that you are not being understanding of the fact that we are trying to critique it. The show, the yeah. show, be it Anushka Sharma, be it the directors and writers, they were trying to critique the fact that she's actually calling on Nepali without knowing that she's not Nepali. They're actually critiquing mm. at that moment. But when it comes to the Big Bang Theory, they're not critiquing the fact that, you know, these people are making fun of Rajesh Kutrapali because he's feminine. They are asking us to laugh at the fact that Rajesh Kutrapali is feminine. Right? That's why there's that's, a cool. there. that's how it works.
0: Now that you talk about
1: it, I do agree with people
0: laughing on the show at Raj for being a bit too feminine. And whenever the talk of feminine came along around the character of Rajesh Kutrapali, be it be, inside, be it inside their friend group, or be it outside of their friend group in the university, or maybe in front of Shambhal's mother, there was always a laugh track when they used to talk about the feminine, you know, feminine exactly. side of Rajesh. Yeah. But what, a question that I have uh, is exactly related to Rajesh. Here's an example from the Big Bang Theory. Whenever these four guys, uh, whether they were eating in their apartment, they were having lunch then or whatever, these guys used to joke about racism. Okay, Howard himself, like as as you said, ki Abhishek Rhea is a good friend of yours. So ablo, because They know that what you're saying is not coming from a bad place. Right. Ke jab charo khana hai, Harvard also used to make a lot of racist jokes. And uh, this Raj was like he, hey, that's racist. And then Howard would go on and make even more racist comments. Okay. And but still, everybody was fine with it. Jo bhi khana hai, log but jab ye racist wali chiz, university kear ghori hoti, thi, you know, so they de- we there we always saw the other three taking a stand for Raj, like there was a time in season one or two when, you know, Raj didn't make enough, uh, um, research developments in his field of research at the university. So visa his visa and he was India him to India again. Then a point came out where Leonard asked him, is it racism? Because then we can do something about it. Right. So racism, when you talk about friend group, then it's all chill. Everybody is laughing. When you are talking about him being fat point of time, it's all cool. But I'm pretty sure if you go outside and Abhishek exploit you all would have taken a stand for it. Similarly, Raj, when you talk his friends took a stand on it. So what's problem here? You need अंदर अंदर because apparently you have a problem with है? which you also said. That if you a laugh track outside, know, racism, you a problem है. But I actually don't think you anyone a problem with
1: I'm sorry. नहीं नहीं, confusing I'm my problem is not the fact that there's a laugh track there. My problem is with mm. the fact that they want us to laugh at that moment. You understanding? Ah. It won't make it a right. At the end of the day, if Leonard is standing up for Rajesh in terms of, uh, you know, a racist attack towards him, then that's brilliant. That's good for Leonard. That's how it should be. In fact, it's not, it should be normal. Mm. But when the showrunners, when the actors, when the writers want me to laugh at the fact that Howard is cracking a racist joke or a sexist joke at the expense of another character, then that is problematic because you're asking me to mm. laugh at the fact that he is being racist or he is being sexist. Mm. Even if it might be funny on a very basic level, because obviously mm. when it comes down to punching at anyone, it could be funny, right? Punching to mm. anyone is funny. But punching down is never funny. It's only going to be problematic.
0: Mm.
1: But punching down basically means if, for example, a minority is punching up at the whites in, uh, in the United States of America or in Europe, it can still pass it's still comparatively better because of the minority status that they have. But when you punch Uh people who already are down, then that's never. Mm. Right.
0: Right. I do understand that. Okay. So as, uh, as far as the conceiving of the content goes, do you think that an intelligent audience, the part of an intelligent audience comes over here? Yes. I mean, I know that the show wanted me to laugh at it and it's all okay because they want to make money It's just a show, but so, uh,
1: you're right. Obviously an intelligence audience is extremely required, you know, in it. That's why, that's why we talk about intelligence audience, right? Because only it's when an intelligence audience comes in, then only the DOP will be appreciated. Then only, you know, the lighting in the film will be appreciated. The writer will be appreciated. But it's more than that, obviously. When it comes to these jokes, uh, when it comes to an audience in India, at least, right? Our uh, Indian audience is very confused, I think. Our Indian audience wants to say nepotism is bad. But at the end of the day, they will still support nepotism where it is required of them. It's a very delicate uh, situation right now because of the demise of the late Sushant Singh, things have still become very Mm -hmm. difficult, right? People are completely against nepotism right now. People are going and disliking YouTube videos, but disliking YouTube videos is not going to get them anywhere, right? I'm not even saying I'm against nepotism or I'm in favor of nepotism. Personally, I am indifferent towards nepotism. But what I feel is that the audience needs to realize that these things are problematic and they need to attack them for it. If you can attack nepotism, why can't you attack sexism? Why can't you attack racism, right? Recently, Hardik Pandya came out, I think, a day or two ago and he said he stood in favor of the Black Lives Movement, which is fantastic, yeah. uh, which is fantastic. But at the end of the day, where? why aren't you speaking about, you know, the Dalit the Lives Matter? Why aren't you talking about the rampant patriarchal, you know, uh, oppression in our society. So, these the cherry picking of incidents will obviously never help, but the problem is in us as an audience. The filmmakers and everyone is also problematic. But if as an audience, if we can improve and we can start demanding better things, then they will obviously have to supply that. I think a very good example yeah. of the same is, uh, obviously it isn't the best example, but a very good example is I think there was that one song with Ishan Khattar in it, uh, Beyonce Sharma Jaegi or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, she refer, he refers in the song, Ananya Pandey is referred to as Gouriye, And obviously, there's a lot of confusion as to whether it's about the color of her skin or whether it's just supposed to mean girl or whatever. But yeah. uh, as far as I remember, there was a lot of backlash. And then the producers and the filmmakers went and changed something about the song. They didn't change out the Goriyeh, but they changed mm-hmm. out the mistaken. Um, they? No. They
0: changed the title in the YouTube video. Uh-huh. like, Dunya.
1: Achha, but Ghana is still Beyonce. I believe it. I believe it is. So to find out, then it's no, yeah. but at the end of the day, the point is, if you keep attacking people, right, you will change things, right? Like even with that, even as unimportant, a change as changing the name of the song. It will still change. So we just, as audiences, we just need to be critical, right? But we can't obviously threaten. Threatening obviously becomes completely wrong. Then it becomes the same as lashing out at someone for cracking a joke on Shivaji Maharaj. We just need to be critical mm. and make them understand that they are incorrect. Giving them death threats, giving them other forms of threats is never going to be beneficial to anyone.
0: Okay, so I have a question now which I a little, that I solve a live I cannot go online on it so like I am going to study computer science and engineering okay so computer science में programming languages So, हैं तो पहले कि programming language है C okay? and programming language बनी tedious उस programming language को update कर उसको C hai. so it uh, like I do not have some knowledge of programming languages maybe i am going a bit wrong but what it did was c simplify कर दिया था. Hmm. So, उसने c simplify easily programmers jo c language the identify problem generation solve so you know basically they changed from c to C. To hmm. I think the indian media industry should work like this too because the objective in the 90s, early 2000s, movies observed, there were major sexist problems. There were many jokes. You know, I Purani movies, but I only consumed movies that were produced after 2010 when it comes to Hindi movies. Hollywood movies So problems, but slowly these things are changing. When hmm. ki hai, like we were talking about jayegi, whatever that's isn't it just like the uh, respons- just like those people jinhone c se c++ program tha, recognizing their responsibilities as a veteran in the computer science industry isn't it the responsibility of the actors uh, directors producers to the makeup man ki ye sari cheeze na ho? How can they consciously produce songs like these? Kya ye ek like kind of a false marketing wali cheese controversial bana denge ki log, they will, you know, people will start talking about it. And as we all know, the word of mouth is the strongest when it comes to marketing. So marketing a word of mouth sabse hota hai. When everybody's talking about it, they'll go and watch the song, then they'll go and watch them film.
1: Yeah. Moral
0: policing Are you understanding the question?
1: No, I'm totally understanding the question. And I 2,000% agree with you when you say that the Mm. filmmakers and the actors and everyone have to be responsible for whatever content they provide, right? That's what I was also referring to as in my journey and all from college. And Mm. uh, it's completely inexcusable. This happened in Kabir Singh also when Kabir Singh's character uh, was completely misogynistic and violent and sexist. And, you know, all forms are problematic. I haven't watched Kabir Singh yet because... I still don't think I have the energy to sit down and watch something as laborious as that. But yes, it's it's completely the responsibility of the filmmaker and the actors involved to ensure that something does not happen. Especially in this country at least, the actor. Because in this country, when when the audience is giving the actor so much immense respect, they, they're they're putting you on such a huge pedestal. Then the least you can do is think about the sort of content that you're putting out and whether or not it's supposed to be out there. Right. That's the least that they can do, which is why when I say that, obviously the audience needs to be smarter. There's no excuse for the filmmaker and the people involved either. It's just that I want to say that the, because right now we're the audience, so we can only take care of the audience when they're filmmakers. Hopefully the filmmakers will realize that they're going wrong and they'll start making better Mm, stuff. Okay. I do not need to be literally. I'm apologizing
0: in advance, but since you've not yourself made a Bollywood movie, okay. The number of people that there are in India consume movies or short films consume नहीं करते You made a wonderful piece of art with my sister and hand me downs, but दो लाख I mean लोगों but wo, you know एक million दो million तीन million, million ne dekha, aur, um, I don't know अगर उतना तक video पहुंच पाएगा बहुत जल्दी time में। लोग consume mainstream media and films जो बड़े-बड़े actors और directors hai, right? until these bade, bade actors or directors like if you dabang da- da- ko hi dekhna hai to so, mujhe samajh bhi nahi aata wo movie etni famous and popular kiya? again i talked to a senior of mine he is a media industry himself he explained about how dabang jaisi movies you know one class theaters mein famous jati, jati, because labor class at the end of the day thak kar ke movie dekhta hai unko ek dance number chahiye item number chahiye dialogue chahiye hasne ke liye cheap comedy So gayi to in theaters ki wajah ta- se dabang jaisi movie chali. But until and unless mainstream directors or actors tackle this big you, creators, independent creators, will be able to change in society. So do you think that as much independent creators try to do unless and until 100, 100% of although I would love to say 100, 90% of the industry would be for in producing, you know, cheese, and just misogynistic or cheese, and difference think that when the top positions, pe hai, apna effort daalengi, change and with the song Goryeo Sharma when I saw that song, I saw that a problem, 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 problem. So, creators toh, pura effort hi, Dustpin me am I correct when I say this or not? So, like, what do you yeah. think about it? I don't think
1: uh, anything you said was politically incorrect to an extent. I just uh, I agree with everything, in fact. The only thing I disagree with is that uh, Amara matlab, uh, mitti mein hai, no? no, I'm very happy with two and a half of views also. Right? Mm-hmm. If we need to increase, that will increase. Like Joseph Gordon-Levitt says, I'm not doing it for attention. I'm not doing it for clout. I'm doing it for myself. I'm doing it for the few fans that, you know, my content has. And I'm very mm-hmm. happy with that.
0: Okay. When it
1: comes to content on a larger scale, the large scale content industry, uh, there is this very famous quote by this uh, political activist. His name is Wael Ghonim. He says that the power of the people is greater than the people in power. And Mm -hmm. I have learned this in college and I still believe it till today. And it's as simple as this. I can see that the audience is realizing the power that they possess. You know, they always have known to an extent because India is a country that has been born out of protest. India came out of Dandi March. India was born out of non-violent struggle in Satyagraha right? And um, so till today, even today, when you go out and you say that we don't want nepotism, there are effects in the Bollywood industry. There, You can't just say that there aren't. There are. There are changes coming even if slowly. I don't think nepotism is an evil that we need to be against. That's a different thing. I think there are more important evils that we need to stand against. We need to stand against problematic content. We need to stand against, you know, patriarchy. We need to stand against casteism, sexism, a lot of things, you know. But as soon as the audience realizes how does one tackle it in the mainstream media industry? Can you explain? It? So that's what I'm saying. It's only when the audience actually realizes that this is problematic oh. that there can be That's what I'm saying. In in terms of web shows, in terms of take the family man, take uh you know, sacred games, take Mirzapur to an extent, all of these shows yeah. are still very socially responsible as compared to commercial cinema, right? And that's because right audiences have started realizing that okay, this is right. Okay, this is wrong. As soon as that happens on a larger scale, it'll get better. Either that happens or the content industry themselves realize that we need to stop selling bad content to people and we need to realize that we are responsible for the sort of content that we out. When that happens, then perfect. And there's nothing like it. Right now, thanks to Reels on Instagram, even though I personally am not a fan of Reels, a lot of Mm. content creators out there, small and big are using reels to educate people as to, you know, what is problematic in cinema, what is problematic on a day-to-day basis. There are a lot of content creators out there. In fact, some of my friends also from Isha Behel to yeah, there's another person, Karima Barry, there's Kusha Kapla, all of these people, they're doing doing a lot to actually uh, help the people understand as to what is problematic and what isn't. So hopefully with time, people will be able to understand, people will be able to demand better for themselves.
0: Hmm. Now since
1: you're now
0: since we're talking about people, I want to talk to you about the audience. Okay. Now when it came to the bank, uh, again, I do not understand the movie. You think you should read all the people that I know. But then I talked to the senior of mine as I told you, and he gave explanation. why is it walking? Because like the lower class people, population the population is a lot India, the percentage is quite high, those people consume this content. And since this particular content is a lot of people who this movie has become a hit. I believe unless there are good movies like I believe like, uh, that movie Ranbir Singh and Ranbir Kapoor and Devika Padukon, I think it's a really good movie okay hmm. but then i was watching some of the interviews us uh, movie deepika padukone said ki jab wo ja music video wagera bana the, ranbir kapoor was allowed uh, to wear all the garmi wale jackets and everything and still deepika padukone was allowed to shoot, was forced to shoot in a skirt in a mini skirt in fact the whole itni thandi mein to basically bhai unhone type of objectification Right. The item number is movie has item number. Hota hi hai. Unless and until item number is audience chau, ho Do you think ki movies, bahut mein bhi, I believe, ek item number? Tha. Tha, I'm not sure. But yeah. very serious movies, hoti mein, item number. Hota hai. Unless and until they remove the item number and people are still happy with it, the audience won't improve. What do you think about improving an improving audience or the conversion of a lame to an intelligent audience? Because how's it going in India?
1: Right. So exactly, you're right about all that when you say it, Anna. and uh,
0: uh-huh.
1: even within uh, actors and actresses, for example, there is discrimination. For example, my my biggest contention is why I call them actor and actress? Why aren't they male actor, female actor? You know, there's no need for you to say best, best actor, best actress. You can also call it best male actor, best female actor. You don't say doctor, doctress. You don't say lawyer, lawyer, lawyeress, right? So there's no need for it to be an actor, actress discrimination either. So there are a lot of problems inherently in the industry and it comes, it it will be solved only with time. There's nothing. Is this a thing? What? The actor, actress, actor, actress, is it like a thing?
0: I'm unsure what you mean, Arnav. Um I mean, ki, matlab, kya hi, matlab, slightly controversial
1: passed me. Don't not, why don't
0: call me an actress kind of a
1: thing? Not that I'm aware of. Like there isn't a huge okay. debate. There have been articles, there have been certain slight sparks in interest every now and then, but there's not a huge debate. And obviously, actor and actress obviously also reaffirms the binary gender spectrum that we you know follow. That's also incorrect to an extent, which is why. Best actor makes a lot more sense, but hopefully again that that can only change with time. Only when the industry realizes that, mm. then only the industry will start resolving itself. And that started to happen abroad with the Academy Awards changing its uh, categories for awards right? and means their requirements for people to, be able to uh, apply for awards. Uh, and that will come only with time in India. There's nothing else that I can say as such. You know. Uh, okay. Item numbers, people will still do all. People, we will still have dance numbers, forget item numbers. We still have dance numbers, and they've been in this industry for a good 70 80 years now. And it's only with time that it can change. Only with you know, new generation filmmakers like Zoya Akhtar and all, when they come and decide that okay, let's do something different, which is happening in web shows, they just need to go yeah. and do it in commercial cinema. That's all. Okay, so I, I'm perfectly fine
0: with dance numbers, I think they are an integral part of Bollywood. and what it's a separates, you know, uh, from the Correct. rest of the world, Hollywood and whatever. I don't have a problem with dance numbers. Do you?
1: No, no, no. I personally do not have any problem with dance numbers. In fact, I'm a huge fan of musicals and such. So I always love dance numbers. It's just that I would obviously do dance numbers very differently from uh, the way most dance numbers are out there. For example, one dance what number is, I love is uh, Galla Gudiya uh, in uh, Dil Dhadakne The fact that it was shot in one take is a huge ah. thing for me.
0: Hmm. right, right, right so when okay, but just now you said ki dance number ko be jane mein ek thoda time lagega Bollywood se. but why do you think you said that? Do you want on a subconscious level for dance numbers to just go away or do you want dance numbers like Gallagoria to
1: stay only? No, I in, uh, let's say Hollywood or other film industries, which is Dance numbers are there in films, but dance numbers are also not there in films. You're understanding? There should not necessarily be a staple that commercial Bollywood cinema oh. needs to have a dance number in order to exist. You should be able to have dance numbers and films without music, without songs, right? Mm. Like there are a lot of, there are a lot of Bollywood c- uh, films also without dance numbers, but they'll still have songs, you know, like mm. October and all or- Not have a dance number, but it has songs. Mm. Again, I'm not saying I'm I'm not against songs by any means I love songs I love Bollywood music but at the end of the day I feel that we shouldn't have a necessarily staple diet that unless a movie has songs and unless a movie has dance numbers it cannot be qualified as Bollywood that is incorrect in my opinion so right. when that, other things will change
0: okay earlier you were talking about kabir singh and the pedestal right how everybody put the actor on a pedestal and he shouldn't have done what everybody was making necessarily making a fun about right yeah okay so i've seen kabir fi- uh, kabir singh and you know of course you can talk about a lot of things Both sides but mere ko story bahut you know, basically the movie is about how Admi hai he's like a super smart student. Like, he's an overachiever. He's basically a Sheldon kind of a person in the doctor ka field. so he's at the number one in his medical college, government he's a really good doctor. But he's at the same time, he's a drunkard. He has some mental problems to which he obsesses over a And his obsession is particularly movie phayena consume kis tarike se karne wo alag ho jayega kuch when they fall in love with someone ki arey main to kabir singh ban gaya hu uske tarah bhi ye koi one talking about real life situation bro tujhe kabir singh
1: tumhe kabir singh banne ki
0: zarurat nahi hai wo ek movie thi wo bas ek story dikha rahe the koi set movie mein play. become a king and when people become and when they a और it's like when they become an intelligent audience ka part right so do you think the gap because I consider myself as an intelligent audience I think a movie after watching movie I ja enjoy karke enjoy it, entertainment enjoy it, to enjoy it, to enjoy it, and I enjoy it, and to enjoy it, and to enjoy it. Some people take it with their own Do you think that is a major problem? And that is exactly what happened with Patal uh, Lok, what you were saying.
1: See, uh, firstly, though, I'm unsure I lost you a little there, but uh, if you're saying Raj, as in Sharap Khan's Raj is a good character, then no, I disagree with that. Sharap Khan's okay. Raj is also a very problematic character who, you know, harasses women on the u rail and stuff like that. Oh, so that right. Eh? Uh, but apart from that, see, the thing with Kavir Singh is, I haven't watched the film, so I can't uh, uh-huh. give a full-out, you know, warring statement against the movie. But what I feel with Kavir Singh is the problem. Of course, I feel that consumers should, to an extent, not let the movie affect them that much. But at the same time, I can't talk about consumers. I can't force you to say that, no, watch the film this way and not this way. But what I can do is I can force the filmmaker to realize, again, what social responsibility they have when they're making the film. Now, the problem is, it's not so much Shahid Kapoor also, as much as it is uh, Sandeep Pengarady, I think that's his name. The filmmaker, the director. Because his script, I will still say, has a pass from my end. Because, like I said, there are characters out there who are intelligent. There are characters out there who are abusive. There are characters out there who are violent and sexist. Right? There is no question about that. The Mm. question comes down, treatment of the way it has been shot, the treatment of the way it has been presented. So when Sandeep Bangarandi, you know, allows Kabir Singh to slap the woman or the woman, vice versa, whatever it is that happens in the film, if it's done in the right way, the audience will take a lesson from it. If it mm-hmm. is done in the wrong way, the audience will glorify it. Are you understanding? Sam? It's about how I I present it presents. put on uh, heroic music, immediately after Kabir Singh slaps, for example, hmm. Kiara Advani, hmm. the audience will always think, wow, the audience will never think, oh, what did he do? The audience will think, wow, what is mara hai.
0: Hmm. You understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And just I like know. the laugh, just like the laugh reel, in terms of uh, Big Bang Theory, and friends, and all of these moments, that they tell you when to laugh, and when the joke is landing. Music, and the way information is presented to you on screen, tells you what the director wants you to do then. Right, exactly. The director, yeah. wants cry, the director will put an emotional bed in the music, right? They will yeah. put maybe a bad tune or maybe a very happy tune in order to make yeah. you cry. So these are the tricks that we as filmmakers, we as content creators learn. But when you use it in a wrong way, when you use it to celebrate and glorify things which are problematic, that is the problem. So even though a lot of people said Shahid Kapoor should not have accepted the script, I disagree with that to an extent. To an extent. That mm. Kapoor has liberty as an actor. Obviously, you can choose to do whatever script you want on mm. a very basic level. Kabir, Kabir Singh is about a man probably who loses a lot of things and gains it at the end or whatever and all because of whatever mm. problems. he has. But if that's presented by the filmmaker in a proper manner without glorifying those wrong traits, then there will be no problem. Then it will just be a film about a person who learned through their problems.
0: Mm. Right? Right. Okay. Now, since you're so much involved in the media industry, how could you not watch Kabir Singh? That is my only question. I mean, shouldn't you be excited or eager about it? problem online? I'm pretty shocked that you <laughs> haven't seen the movie because otherwise this
1: conversation could have gone a different way. And an Very interesting great. one at that too. Right. Uh, I agree with that. I Usually am very excited when controversial things come and I like watching it and I like making my own opinion of it. Hmm. I don't watch इतना commercial Bollywood because I don't necessarily, I find them mostly the same films only just with different dialogues at times.
0: <laughs> but right, okay,
1: uh, okay. When it comes to Kabhi Singh, I really wanted to watch it but uh, I didn't want to spend on a movie like that. I waited for it to come to streaming and then I didn't have Netflix so I couldn't watch it. Now I have Netflix so I will watch it soon when I get time. Right. Okay. Okay
0: okay well uh, i think that is an okay and uh, that is an, an acceptable answer because uh non like people who are not involved in print and drama media industry whatever maine jab unse pucha ki tumne kabeer singh kyun nahi dekhi to, they were pura moral policing you know uh, lag gaya ki are in hindi mai aise cheeze support nahi karta mai dekhta nahi I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's a it's content and I can choose whatever I want to. So i so I'm glad you didn't.
1: नहीं, नहीं, you have every right and it's your freedom to choose and watch whatever you want. I personally wouldn't watch it in the hall. That's all. Yeah. So i have no yeah. problem. Same, same, same. Like
0: uh, I did the same thing with the sortie to like student of the year. I didn't no, watch yeah. it in the theater, but I just out of curiosity okay. like first yeah. part, I liked exactly. it. Just it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I think we got really deep really soon. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, okay, so I just want to ask you, just say. I am, okay? I don't consider myself as a person who life, okay? Like, certainly people tell me a lot, so, and I'm pretty sure the same case is with you. But people say that you have this achievement, that achievement, this achievement, that achievement, and they list on 10 things. But I will count only one of them, which I genuinely thought, no, this, I have achieved. The rest, rest was... This is not coming from a humble place, but this is coming from the place of absolute truth. Okay. Similarly, I want you to tell me what you feel are your accomplishments. Ab-tak. Okay, uh, I'm pretty uh, sure, but what you feel,
1: okay. ki, bhai, kiya
0: hai. period.
1: My thought cheesy. I can sound a little cheesy when I say this, but my biggest accomplishment, to be very honest, is the fact that I have been able to, at the age of, at the young age of 23, Touchwood. I have been able to surround myself with people who I absolutely love and who love me back completely. And that for me is my biggest achievement. Be that Abhishek Maheshwari sitting in United Kingdom or be that, you know, my mother in the next room. I am very grateful to have people in my life who support me 24-7-365-14 and simultaneously I do the same for them as much as I can. Apart from that, there is only one achievement which I am extremely proud of, which is uh, uh, I directed this play when I was in uh, college in my third year called This Ends Now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's there on YouTube as well if someone wants to watch it. It's a Natak. So, uh, for a long time, Hansraj College, the college I was a part of, Hansraj Dramatic Society was the society I was a part of. We were not able to do very well, incredibly well in street theater mm-hmm. as much as we used to do like six, seven years ago before uh, my bachelor joined. So, I had... Uh, I spent three years in that society and even then we weren't able to do anything much. But in my third year, uh, with the help of my batchmates and my juniors, all of us were able to make this play called This Sense Now. And Karan, Maru and I directed the play together and the play ended up being the most successful um, DCTC play ever. Wow, ever. So that's that amazing. At least according to the statistics we have, that is the most successful play ever. I, I don't know if someone has some controversial opinions that we can discuss later <laughs> after we listen to this podcast, but yeah, we won 42 awards in one year,
0: so that oh was a God. huge deal
1: for us. Wow, wow, that
0: okay. Uh, I don't know that uh, that brought a huge fi- smile on my face for some reason, like okay. <laughs> Because since you're telling me you believe that it is your achievement, so I'm really happy for you as a person. Too, do you think that your recent video, My Sister and the Hand Me Downs, is one of your achievements, or do you think he made a potential Tom? Which is the mila response
1: at Chagasa. See, uh, My Sister and Hand Me Downs was always meant to be a very experimental shot, right? It wasn't meant to. Mm-hmm. Gain 2.5 lakh views. I always honestly, honest to God, I thought even if I get 5,000 views, I'll be very happy because I wasn't active on Instagram. Back then, I didn't really care. It was just about me putting out my content and saying, you know, it was more of an advertisement for people to say that here, this is what I can do. Please get me work. But obviously, Hmm. I did end up getting some work from it. So I'm very grateful for that also. But yes, definitely my sister, Jaime Downs is another thing, right? Along with this sense now that I'm proud of. I can do much mm-hmm. better than that, but I'm happy with the way it turned out on my first attempt because it was an experimental thing for me.
0: Right, right, right. And uh, you know, actually I want to talk to the people who who are listening to the podcast right now. Like as a layman a year or two ago, when I used to see these little clips or IGT paper, I videos were so little, little clips. Just mm-hmm. As a layman, we always think, "Oh my God, it's so...". Story. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so nice. But it's not. Do you agree with me at that too?
1: As in, it's not easy.
0: Listen, yeah. As in that, it's not easy. No matter how much easy that it looks, because a sister and hand me down when you see the video. Okay, first, like in the first two minutes, you see the production quality. Okay, there's this ambulance and then your sister is wearing all of those same colored things. production money, yeah, I'm British, okay. Yeah. a She's, you know, the green wall, she's wearing the green jacket with the green book. Uh, the folks are being, what, a wildflower? I forgot. But a matlab, wo dikha. Yeah. Yeah. So, wo production. Yeah, production. it before and the video went on a really amazing part I mean, you're inside your homes when she throws out everything out of the window uh, like that are short था. like, yeah, video video like, idea, video jacket but that is not hmm. so, a lot of thinking and you know uh, production quality along with, I believe, uh, I heard an actor say this, ki when you're on your way to something on your way to create something as a hamesha quick like click factor hota hai, on the way of production, little coincidences or luck. Tumhare favor me jata change hai. Did you ever experience that when you were making this video? Do you agree with me no matter how simple yeah. an idea look yeah. is? And makes a video look beautiful a lot of thought and production quality goes into it
1: no no definitely thousand uh, percent I agree with that thought and uh, actually everything was free only mother everything was lying around so it was no budget like I spent zero rupees on that short film which is why I was very happy with it because uh, for example even in the next one I'm shooting and I am shooting I'm starting to shoot the next version of that film tomorrow the next episode of the series so oh nice in that it's a series yeah, yeah. That was always meant to be a series. That's why I already when I uploaded it, only I uploaded it as, a, as part of my sister series, because this is, it's a series following my sister and things about her life. And obviously oh, it's fictitious. On, my, I'm already very I excited about
0: you. it. You, like,
1: you yeah. excited me, man. I'm glad. I hope the listeners will also be excited about it. Uh, the thing was, I always wanted to do it as a series and I am very, ex- I was very happy with the response. So I thought, let's make another one. Let's see if it gets even one-tenth the amount of views that the previous one got. And if it did, I can keep making it. If it hmm. did, not then I can know that, oh, it was just a one-off thing. But anyway, my point is that uh, it was a very, very difficult experience to shoot alone at home with my sister. Right. Usually on set, there are, like I said, right, there are 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 people out there doing the same objective with the same goals in mind. Right. So it becomes easier because you have people to say, you do this, I'll do that, you do that." But when you're at home and when you're shooting alone, it becomes so much more difficult because then I'm the one who's setting the frame. My sister's getting the art ready. I'm getting her costume ready. She's wearing her costume. I'm checking the frame again. You know, all of these things. Then after that in post-production also, when you're sitting down to edit and grade and all this, it's a long process. It's not an easy thing. If people think it's an easy thing, then they're entitled to their opinion. But I I will just challenge you one more. Then go ahead, make something. And I'm not saying you won't do well. I'm saying you'll see how difficult it is. Um, no one's going to say you're not going to have the capability to do it. Anyone can do it. It's just very difficult. It's not as easy as it looks.
0: Okay. Well, I it's just you and your sister. in production, to do a of work in the perfect of less than an actual production of some web series or something, but apparently it's not
1: so. Nee, so the thing is that uh, as long as you are polite <laughs> and as long as no. you have respect towards the other people on set and they have respect towards you, it's very easy no. to work with other people. With my sister okay. and me, when, when I am not a professional DOP and she is not a professional actor or a professional art designer or a costume person, we Half our time was spent in deciding costume. Half our time was went into, you know, deciding okay, parda ko kaise lagana hai? what color should we use for this one, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it was those small little things that take time for actually shooting. Mm. It felt one minute character in frame, camera on, that's it. That's all that we have to do. But in general, making something like that is obviously difficult because of the amount of mental and creative space that you have to devote to every tiny aspect in the frame.
0: Hmm. Okay. Can I ask you a, a few questions about your sister too? Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, like, when uh, according to the video, I saw her and she was like this. Uh, in the video, I believe I, as an audience, I perceived her, perceived her as an introvert. I don't know for what reason. But after watching the video, I that ki ye jo ladki hai life maybe jo actor hai, jis tarikhay. Aaj chodo. character isko as an introvert. Did I Is that too, did you have the idea of an introvert in your mind while you are shooting the whole thing?
1: The character, yes, she is meant to be a bit of an introvert, not a huge introvert, okay. but yes, to the extent that she's more, she more dilly dallies with her own mind. She does have friends, she does have people she cares about, she does have you know uh, love interests and stuff like that. But for her, mm-hmm. her most important person is herself, obviously. Yes.
0: Right. So after watching the video, yeah. Go ahead.
1: I'm saying my sister is nothing like that, but my sister is a complete extrovert. She has a lot of friends and she's very happy with all of them.
0: Right. No, yeah. <laughs> I agree because after the video I went on yeah. and I followed her. Okay. And then she yeah. keeps uple- uh, uploading these really relatable and funny reels. I was like, oh my god, this is nothing like the girl I saw on the video. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's good acting. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, please pass on her my compliments. And like, is she inspired by you to some extent and want to go into this field of of filmmaking and become an actor?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I don't think so to a great extent. My sister's objectives in life and my objectives in life are very different. My objectives in life is very simple. I want to be happy and I want to have friends by my side whenever I go. My sister wants a little money, a little fame. She's a little more oriented towards stuff like that. But then again, Mm. I think she'll be more to answer what she wants and what she doesn't. But no, she's not looking towards film as a permanent career unless she gets a huge break, I guess.
0: Okay. Like after the video and after watching her reels, I thought she was aiming to become an actor since she has a director at home long. But like, yeah.
1: So, uh, Okay. Project she's doing is her brothers, no one else. Please, hands off, everyone.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Uh, since you work with YouTube and these OTT platforms, uh, since you work with them, I want to know if there's any difference between a significant, okay, significant or non significant, big or small difference between the production of an actual movie or a f- little video on YouTube or Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever like in the production huge,
1: part. Yeah, there's a huge difference. Like, it's, it's, it's monetary difference firstly, obviously, and then after that, mm-hmm. other things also come to you. If you look at a short film on YouTube, it'll probably, like for example, my short film is no budget, but even other short films will probably take maximum, I think 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 rupees, maybe 1 lakh rupees. Or less. But any, anything you watch on Prime, anything you watch on Netflix, that's mm-hmm. crores of rupees being spent on each thing. Like, even, for example, made in heaven takes like 100 crores to be made. Right. So it's not a small okay. deal. It's a lot lot of money. So obviously, is, there's a lot is of... Is it an actual fact? Of... Yeah, yeah. That's an actual fact. I don't know how many Whoa. exactly, but I do know it's close to at least 100 crores. Whoa. Okay. So uh, I want to get into
0: one of the main points. Ki how I thought of talking to you. <laughs> One day after you released uh, your video, My Sister and Hand Me Downs, I asked you a question uh, tha, and you question ka answer explain tha about the creative freedom. Uske baad, by and by, we were talking and I told you that you have this actor. Ke kaam kiya hai. And you told me that Arnav never put anyone on a pedestal And I kid you not, that hit me really hard. And I actually, I have a little note in my phone where I have my life learnings that are very heart hit I'm to write it and I'm calling it the teenage Gita the, basically the idea is modern world's modern problems with respect to teenagers I'm to and I wrote it in that and I've, I've written solutions from uh Khan, Mr. Gary V Similarly, when you said that Arnav never put someone on a pedestal, it made a huge, huge impact on me. And I wanted you to elaborate on the subject somehow. I want you to just elaborate on it. Uh, yeah, that's a
1: nice question. Uh, basically, see, uh, this happened in college when I was in college in theater. I uh, had a very individualistic expression of creation. When I directed that play, uh, Maru and I were directors together, but and even though the entire team made the play together, in a way, I always felt that it was my product, you know, because I had, for example, brought the topic up for our street play and stuff like that. And It took me a lot of unlearning to realize that it was very wrong of me to claim it as an individualistic expression because theater, like film, like any team sport, is a lot of people working together for one goal, right? Hmm. So when I realized that was after I graduated from college and I had already pissed off all my juniors. I'm sorry, juniors. But <laughs> now, after having spent a year in, you know, a, a year and a half there, and I learned a lot from my co workers, from Anad, from Prachi, you know, all of these people. And they taught me, Prachi gave, uh, gifted me this wisdom from a book. And Anad, I learned practically because he does apply it on set. He's my boss both of them taught me this one thing, which is that filmmaking is a collaborative aspect, right? Like I said earlier, everyone is important. So when you talk about, for example, even an actor or when you talk about a filmmaker when you talk about anything, why I say don't place them on a pedestal is for various reasons. One of the reasons is that we don't actually know if the actor is the reason the actor acts well or if it's the director or if it's the editor or if it's anything. If you Hmm. get what I mean, right? Like I said, Hmm. it is a collaborative process, but even Hmm. more important than that, never uh, put anyone on a pedestal because anyone can disappoint you. No one is perfect in this world. I was not perfect yesterday. I was not perfect in college. I am not perfect today. I will not be perfect tomorrow. I will always have the issues, little bit issues. And I will always manage to piss some people off as human Hmm. beings. All we can do is strive to be better than yesterday. And that's one of the core principles. Like you said, right. That's one of my core principles. And, Just if you ever put people on a pedestal, they will always end up somehow disappointing you. Keep them equal to you. Be happy around them. Be happy with them. They will be happy with you. But just don't put them on any place above yours because that's when things start to go wrong. I think that is something I learned also from school times with Abhishek and with Remo and all. Uh, Some Mm -hmm. of us used to put some of us on pedestals and it took us a lot of unlearning to realize that that was wrong for all of us. All of us are equal. All of us are friends. It doesn't matter if you're a senior, a junior, a mother, a father, a son, a daughter, anything, a principal, a student, no one is above anyone. Everyone is equal. That is what the constitution says. That is what democracy says. And that is what I vehemently believe in.
0: Hmm. I completely agree with you too. And I have one sub question from this explanation. Do you think that we shouldn't even keep our own idols on a pedestal?
1: Yeah, I genuinely believe so. And uh, again, just like I said, this took me a lot of learning as well uh, because I have had the uh, benefit of meeting slash interacting with maybe some of my idols. Of course, none of them have disappointed me to a great extent. But yes, uh, if you ever put people on a pedestal, like I said, somehow, someday they might end up just making it bad for you. And if they do, then your faith... In the entire idea of that, let's say, industry or that relationship or relationships in general just goes bonkers. This happened with me, Mm -hmm. one person I worked with, and it can happen with anyone. So it's just better not to put anyone on a pedestal above you, be it an idol, be it your friend, be it your teacher, anyone.
0: So I believe this is your direction side speaking as a director sees potential. uh, You can also see potential in the people that they can disappoint you, right?
1: Uh, yes, of course, you can Anna? see at times that some people are a little more likely to, you know, not live up to what you thought. But mm. at the end of the day, as a director, at least that's my principle. And I, again, it's something I learned from Anand. It is our duty as directors to obviously believe in the best to obviously, you know, have faith that the person will learn from where they're going wrong. And it's our duty to bring them there. So of we never true. actually... Prevent- yeah, we actually never discriminate against anyone just because we think that maybe they might not be able to do it or something. We'll give them the opportunity if they're able to brilliant. If they aren't able to, no problem. Let's move on. It's as simple as that.
0: I, yeah, of course, that's true. But I believe you got me a little wrong there. When I said, up when you said, I'm going ap to meet my ideals, I'm my So your experience mm. as a director. To judge karna. potential they had a potential of disappointing you one way or the other maybe in the future or not
1: Nahi, when, I, when i met that person that person i never thought that uh, would disappoint me as such that person was uh, i actually put them on a pedestal like i was telling you not to actually hmm. put them on a pedestal they ended up disappointing me and from there like many other lessons i learned that okay you shouldn't put people on pedestals like I, I said, said, I'm also still
0: looking. Perfect. Right, right. Of course, of course. So, well, okay. I just want since you've directed such a nice video, I just wanna want you to enlighten a few people or maybe give inspiration to a few people who are actually gonna start out creating their own content online. Do you have any piece of advice? Because like from today I'm a very camera shy person, but I keep getting amazing ideas for videos all the time and I'm thinking of putting creating my own real series and everything. Okay, so do you have any piece of, you know, advice to people just starting out? Because I'm really camera shy, but I have amazing
1: ideas for it. So I'll give you advice specifically. I don't think I'll give general advice and hopefully this you advice will be others. You, for example, you're camera shy. I'm also very camera shy after my experiences in theater, right? For three years. And I realized I don't necessarily like being in front of the camera as much. I don't want people to Look at me. It just feels weird for some reason. Yeah. So find your sister, find your brother, find a friend <laughs> who wants to together, okay. put them in front. Of you, give them a script. Make them do it exactly what you want to, and voila, mm. you're a director. Never stop because you have reservations. Find a way around the reservations. We are Indians. We we define we only our language has the word Jugaad. Jugaad. So <laughs> we, we, can, we can use it in a way that will benefit everybody. Find someone sure, who
0: wants your
1: camera, and you uh, put give them the real script. Make reels with them. You release a page, and you tag them. They get their benefit. You get your benefit.
0: Amazing. This was this was really amazing.
1: I'll I'll I certainly
0: use it. I certainly use it now. Since mm-hmm. uh, like I want to end this podcast now because <laughs> if we talk about it, it will be very long. Since meera, so I'm question-saturated. I'm with my experiences and answers, answers, answers. But this is the one mm-hmm. question that I'm beginning to ask all the people who guest on my podcast, I want you and no, I, it doesn't matter if you can't or you can. I want you to give out five learnings from your life till now. Any five learnings?
1: Five learnings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first learning is from a film. It's called uh, Zombieland. In Zombieland, uh, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg is there. In I've seen the movie. His character. Right, his character has this rule book for facing zombies and one of his rule books for facing zombies is rule number 32 enjoy the little things this is there on my instagram bio as well which basically means uh, as much as you can enjoy you know having uh, having a lot of money you know booking the best hotels you know traveling the world what's more important is enjoying the little things it's 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 w- enjoying a walk just listening to music It's enjoying a cup of chai with a friend at rajpur it's just these little mm-hmm. things which will actually be memorable for you down the years. It definitely is uh, the ones that I remember at least. I don't remember the countless times I've gone to Masuri and eaten in restaurants there, but I do remember mm-hmm. the times I've sat with uh, Abhishek and Ravanan at Rajpur and drink chai with them. You know stuff like that. That's one. Right. Uh, number two is uh dulan to azadi. I'll give you all the film wale hi dunga bhai tum Sure. No, Second no. is meri dulan to azadi. <laughs> a direct quote from rangde Basanti, right? And uh, basically means that uh, as much as we think right now, uh, politics is too complicated in our country or what does it matter if I am in politics or not? It's integral to the nation. It's integral to everyone that everyone today at least uh, rises up and realizes how important politics is in our country and uh, how at times there are a lot of prevailing evils that exist. Now you can differ with me on your uh, nature of economics. Like like a lot of people, a lot of people come out and say to me na, on online uh, forums that a hey, liberal keep quiet. Firstly I like uh-huh. telling liberals because liberal means being right. A right winger. Uh-huh. I am not a right winger. There are a lot of right wingers who are against the certain party that's ruling the government, right? That's ruling the country. And there are a lot uh-huh. of people who are in favor of them also. Right. But I am a left, left-wing. left Anyway, Anyway, that's apart from the point. My point is just please realize that the country needs you and you need to be there for the country. And for that, you need to understand what's going on. So don't be apolitical. Don't be apathetic. Just try to understand what's going on and you'll realize that it's better. You keep your eyes open now. Otherwise, it is going to bite us all later. That is my um, second learning in college. Uh, third learning is... Uh, my third learning is uh, this thing that I wrote on my Instagram bio when I was in class 11, I think. Uh, and it's still there. It's Kape DM, Kape Noctem, and Kape everything in between. This is, it basically means Kape DM" only, which means seize the day. Kape DM, Kape Noctem means seize the day, seize the night, and seize everything in between. So I just made mm. a bit to it, which basically means your life is too short. It basically means YOLO. Your life is too short. You live only once. Do whatever the heck you want and don't stop. Right? Mm. Because you never know when your life's going to end. The main reason I believe in this is, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Abhishek Maheshwari, Maitre, Ravandan and I, we were all uh, with Abhishek's sister, uh, part of a huge car accident when we were in school. Uh, oh. I think we were in class class 12. Abhishek was in class, Abhishek Maitre was in class 11 and we were part of a huge car accident. The car got totaled. It was a jazz. I still remember. And we had trauma for the next one month, all of us. We couldn't sit in cars also properly and all. And I can, you can check the picture out on Facebook and all. It was a very, very big accident. And Ravandan, for example, still has trouble trouble talking about it to that extent. But we all survived the accident somehow. And uh, from that day onwards, we realized that life is too short to be thinking about these small little nerves that stop us from doing things. Just do whatever you want because you're not Mm. going to get a chance. That's the third one uh the fourth one will have to be uh the fourth one has to be it's always darkest before the dawn i think right. you know already that very famous line right the only mm. reason i remember it is because it's written on my sister's room right here uh this is honestly very true though because uh we all go through a lot of uh, crap in our homes in our schools in our colleges in our work environments yeah the world will always throw negative negativity at us, you know, and we just have to somehow keep going. We can't stop at any point of time. There is this very uh, famous quote. In fact, which I'll just add on to this. Uh, It's a meme actually, which I have saved from my class nine, my girlfriend at the time center to me. I still have it. Uh, It says that, uh, what did it say? It says that, uh, this is not the end, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. not a happy ending. That Right, I can't remember right. the exact analogy, but yeah. Uh, if it's not happy, it's not the end. That's the basic gist. Of it. As dark as you think it might be, do not think that things are horrible. Things will get better. Things will always get better because that's the only way life works. And finally, the last thing I'll say <laughs> yeah. this yeah. I, remember. I remembered this quote while speaking only. I will quote one of your favorite actors from one of my favorite films of his. Which is uh-huh. Kabhi kisi se chaho, to jud hai, us the so, power of manifestation is real. I swear, manifestation. My sister believes completely in manifestation to the extent that she writes on a diary also what she wants every day and all. So, that is completely and wholeheartedly something I believe in. And I know from a fact that is true. Why? Because my entire uh, third year of college, uh, I have this. Uh, the president of our society, Pal and I were very close. And sometimes when we used to have some time alone, you know, uh, he would ask me that uh, Kya be will we be able to do well this year. And I used to always tell him, I am we are going to destroy everyone. We are going to do be so good this year. Just wait and watch. And I had no idea. I was just saying it. I had no reason to believe it. I just said no, it I... because I felt it. I wanted to believe in it. And uh... right here, we beat all records, like I said. And I remember that... then Paal coming out in the meetings and Pal quoting this film only. So it mm. uh, was a real this... uh, moment for me.
0: Oh, this is like so true about the power of mas- manifestation because even my magic video that I put up on YouTube like I imagined yeah. the same thing for one year se, ki aise aise Kabhi mujhe talks stage mein aise dikhenge, ye hovi, aise karna, aise karne. and the fact that it actually happened made me believe in the power of manifestation. This is so true. Siddharth bhaiya this has been really amazing and I'm so thankful and grateful for you. Grateful to you for taking out time for me. I know that you have to go somewhere
1: and I'm so grateful that you did this. Thank you so much Arnav. It has been an absolute pleasure, you know, discussing so many of these really, really important questions with you. I'm. I hope uh, the viewers and the audience really appreciate it as well. And yeah, let's all keep making whatever we want to make.
0: Yeah, like something tells me you'll be here again. Okay, so let's just buckle up for it. I'm Inshallah. just gonna call you Inshallah. here again. Yeah, okay. Bye bye.